Good morning, this is Christine DiGiacomo. Today's morning briefing is called Peace That Brings the Smile of Contentment. Peace is a sought-after thing, often elusive in this day and age. Now, I'm not talking about the absence of war or the absence of violence, but rather the state of inner tranquility, of serenity. Actually, peace is peddled in many ways, and people are willing to do just about anything to get it. Aromatherapy, self-help books, yoga, relaxation, stress relief techniques, self-hypnosis, essential oils, light therapy. We chased after these methods to try to achieve a sense of calm. And don't forget the big business of antidepressants, sleeping pills, and anxiety meds. Plus, have you noticed that the power of positive thinking is being touted again? The only peace that is worthy of the name is peace with God. God's peace is not man-made, can't be trumped up with enough goodwill, can't be bought or read about in a book. Our loving God offers his children a peace that surpasses all understanding. His peace makes it possible for me to be in a trying, very difficult situation and then defying all logic, still no peace. God's peace cannot be adequately described, I don't think. However, if I asked you to define God's peace and you have experienced it, your first thought would likely etch a sweet smile on your face. Your entire countenance would change just thinking about God's peace. And so we open our Bibles to the latter part of the New Testament, turning the pages carefully so as not to miss the little book called Philippians, just four short chapters. Philippians, from whence that uh, expression came, peace that surpasses all understanding. There, did you find it? It is right in there with the other letters Paul wrote from prison. Wait, prison? Yes, Paul wrote this letter to the church at Philippi while he was in prison at Rome. Why did Paul write to the Philippians? He had established a church there about ten years earlier, and while in this Roman prison, those sweet people from Philippi heard and sent someone to take care of him, tend to his needs, and in essence, love Paul for them. Of all the churches Paul had established, he enjoyed the sweetest relationship with this Philippian church. Oh, how he loved them! And they loved him. They were devoted to him because they understood that Paul had brought them life, not through oppressive Rome or through the Jewish law, but through the saving grace of Jesus Christ. Paul dictates to someone not sure on this letter, Paul and Timothy, servants of Christ Jesus, to all the saints in Philippi, together with the overseers and deacons. Grace and peace to you from God our Father and the Lord Jesus Christ. That's the first two verses of Philippians 1. Notice with me that Paul begins his letter by saying who was writing to them, just the opposite of our letter writing style. We sign our names at the end. He claims Timothy right up front, along with himself, as having the same thoughts and heart as he does since Timothy had been with him on his original visit to Philippi. Paul refers to the Christians at Philippi as saints, those who were leading lives changed because of their relationship with Jesus Christ. He also references overseers and deacons, so quite obviously, since Paul had originally founded the church, it had experienced a lot of growth. Grace and peace through God our Father and the Lord Jesus Christ, he extends, we know that both grace and peace flow from the heart of our Heavenly Father. 
made possible through Jesus' sacrifice on the cross. But there is more to this chosen expression of Paul's, extending grace and peace. Paul combines two normal greeting phrases of the day, those of the Greeks and the Hebrews. Charis is the greeting the Greeks use to begin all of their letters, while Shalom is the greeting the Jews use to greet one another. Used together, we see how both are enriched by the other because of the influence of the good news of Jesus Christ. When Paul prays for grace and peace on the people he loves, he is praying that they will have the joy of knowing God as Father and the peace of being made right with God to others and to themselves. And friends, here we see it. Grace and peace can come only through Jesus Christ. Amen. Want peace in your life? Want the smile of inner contentment on your face? Follow Jesus and follow him closely. And this study in Philippians, well, it's sure to make a big impression on you. If you'd like to read this, you can go to pastorwoman.com, click on Real Life Bible Teaching, Morning Briefings, and again the title is Peace That Brings the Smile of Contentment.